The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 1431 today. The last of the brand fatigue episodes, at least for the time being. And we're going to talk about it in terms of the scarcity of Star Wars, or now the lack thereof. Punch it, Chewie. Hey there, this is Tim McMahon, Helen's co-host from the Expanded Comicverse podcast. But hey, you're listening to Star Wars 7x7 daily star wars podcast seven minutes a day seven days a week how awesome is that hey rebel rouser i'm alan voivod and this is star wars seven by seven so this episode is coming out on monday june 4th and box office totals for solo's second weekend are already known but hey circumstances being what they were i had to record this episode a few days early so yeah i'm doing this without knowing how things turned out a little nervous making but anyway the thing that i wanted to throw out there about the whole brand fatigue conversation and you know this is something that disney's worldwide chief of distribution dave hollis said you know i don't think brand fatigue is an issue because we're in conference rooms talking about releasing thor and black panther and infinity war in november and february and may and nobody's talking about brand fatigue about those and you know we've talked about how things are different with the mcu and that the mcu now is not an equivalent comparison to star wars right now they're you know more like mcu in 2008 9 10 11 than they are in mcu 2016 17 18 but as you've probably noticed over these episodes where we've talked about Solo and its performance, it's really difficult to get a handle on exactly why things are going the way they're going. There are so many different reasons, and each one of them is plausible to a certain degree, so chances are many of the reasons are at play, and it's just a question of, well, which one should be weighted more or less. The brand fatigue thing is rather hard to get a handle on and you can observe what's going on in the market and come up with a theory about it but to actually test that theory well that seems a bit difficult but here's what I tried to do in that regard I'm a member of a few different Facebook groups where Star Wars is a hot topic of conversation surprise surprise and so I posted in those groups a question about how many times People had seen these four movies in the theater. That would be, of course, The Force Awakens, Rogue One, The Last Jedi, and Solo, A Star Wars Story. And I asked people to estimate for Solo how many times they thought they would see Solo in the theater if they thought they were going to see it more than once going forward. So it's a very informal poll. It's very self-selecting, and you can't necessarily really draw any scientific conclusions from it. Let's just say that right at the start. But here's what generally comes out of the 100 plus comments that have been thrown into those polls so far. 
First of all, the saga movies generally are the ones that people are the most interested in. That's not to say that people aren't interested in the spin-offs like Rogue One or Solo, A Star Wars Story, and in some cases we're actually more impressed with those. It's just that the saga movies are the ones that truly have the deepest draw, that are truly seen as the big event must-see movies, and so, you know, there's a bias toward those comparatively speaking. Additionally, there's also something that you would probably expect to see, which is that there's sort of a bias toward The Force Awakens itself. And that has a lot to do with the pent-up demand for Star Wars in general. It was 10 years before the last Star Wars movie. No, we're not counting the Clone Wars animated movie that was stitched together out of some pilot episodes or, you know, that doesn't count. We're ignoring that. We're pretending it doesn't exist. We're talking live action movies only. So The Force Awakens generating a lot of viewing of viewership because of that pent-up interest. And so everything else after that is going to kind of pale by comparison. Other factors that come into play are the repeat viewing situation, which, you know, I'm already sort of talking about to begin with, but let's just make it clear. I'm talking about repeat viewership here and that driving ticket sales. That was a huge driver of ticket sales for The Force Awakens, and it's definitely not happening as much, according to this very informal poll for Rogue One and for The Last Jedi and for Solo A Star Wars Story. I would say that there's probably an asterisk on my statement to that effect in regard to The Last Jedi because there were some folks who actually said they thought the movie was just so deep and so amazing that it demanded repeated viewings in the theater in a way that The Force Awakens did not. I'm paraphrasing and, you know, concatenating <laughs> for comments here. So there is, you know, that sort of asterisk on The Last Jedi situation. But a lot of folks did acknowledge that time and money were a significant factor in their decisions and their abilities to see any of the movies. And so when you look at the release date of Solo, A Star Wars Story in the Memorial Day weekend space, where you've got Infinity War that's been running and running strong, and you had Deadpool right before it, and you've got The Incredibles coming up and Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom, you know, the idea of having less time and less money to spend on movies or having, you know, only a certain amount of time and a certain amount of money and knowing that you got to spread it around more at this time of year, well, that is going to ultimately impact the way that people ingest solo Star Wars story as well. That's not exactly a direct correlation to the whole brand fatigue thing, but, you know, it's playing in the neighborhood thereof. And also in the same neighborhood as well is that whole thing about people not necessarily rushing out to see Solo A Star Wars Story. Part of that is in the neighborhood of brand fatigue, and part of it is the whole, well, it's not a saga movie, the stakes aren't that high, it's not really a space opera in the same way that The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi are. There's not as much at stake. We don't need to see what's going on with the continuing story of these characters. We don't have Luke coming out of the shadows and finding out what's been going on with him or anything like that. So that also is not creating that same psychological pressure for people to have to get out to the movies and see the darn thing, you know? <laughs> Every once in a while, I think about this in terms of how um, you're probably, you know, sitting at, you know, home watching this, wherever you might be watching it. You may be watching it while you're on a treadmill or something like that. But chances are, if you're wearing underwear right now, <laughs> you can't actually 
feel your underwear. And it's the idea that once your nerve endings have gotten used to the idea that you have underwear on, like it's sitting against your skin, right? Like, you know, the nerve endings are firing because they're feeling the sensation of of the stuff touching your skin. But eventually the nerve endings just kind of wear out and they're like, okay, yeah, we know there's something there already. You know, unless there's new news to report, we're not going to send any more nerve impulses about the fact that something's there. And so same kind of thing with Solo. Like, we all know it's there. We all know that it's a Star Wars movie, but we also know that, you know, we're not going to be too out of the loop on things if we are not there immediately. So another thing that plays into the fatigue kind of situation, if you will. All right. I think, I think that is going to do it for what we say about brand fatigue for a while, at least until we do tomorrow's episode about Solo's box office numbers in the second weekend. So, you know, I think we'll stand pat here for now and I'll take a quick break and do last Jedi trivia when I come back. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser, no sponsor on this episode today, so I just have a favor to ask instead. If you haven't done so already, please consider leaving a review for Star Wars 7x7 on your favorite podcast app. Not just a star rating, although I will say we are personally very proud of our near-unanimous five-star rating on iTunes. No, I just mean a thoughtful sentence or two about what you like about the podcast, or how happy you are that it's part of your daily routine. And more reviews means better visibility, which means more people get to share in a daily dose of Star Wars joy, and you want that, don't you? Of course you do, so please leave a review on your favorite podcast app today. I thank you, and the Star Wars 7x7 podcast thanks you. Welcome back. All right, last time I asked you why nobody could release the Bombay doors, or at least what Paige discovered as to why the Bombay doors weren't open, and that's because everybody else on the ship was dead. And so today's question for you, what prevents Paige from triggering the Bombay doors the first time that she tries? And that's going to do it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you challenge the Jedi Council, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'd be spectacularly grateful if you put a little something in the tip jar at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a test, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!